Hello, hello, once again, and up with... <laughs> welcome to um, me not being able to talk. So, hey, welcome to episode 175 of the Keeping Up with the King series here at the Run of the Mills podcast. My name's Mike Mills, hence the name of the podcast. And uh, hey, we're in Matthew chapter 16, and we've been talking about this famous little section where Jesus is telling his disciples what it means to... Um, to follow him, uh, you know, if anyone desires to uh, to come after him, well, what does this mean, right? So Jesus said, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? So we've talked about those extensively for the last, I don't know, three or four days. And I think hopefully you've got the point that what Jesus is saying is if you want to, if you're going to come after me, this is what it's going to require. It's going to require you to deny yourself. That's saying, you know, I'm not going to live for me anymore. I'm going to take up my cross. I'm going to die to myself. I'm going to uh, deliberately, purposefully take on a sacrificial role. And then Jesus says, and follow me, you know, do what he does, go where he goes, you know, do what he says, imitate Jesus. He says, that's what, that's what, that's what it's about. Um, because what is, what profit is there if you, if a man gains the whole world and loses his soul? So he's like, Hey, you know, if you just live for yourself and you're, it's all about this life, what good is that? What good is that? It's short-sighted. It's temporal. And this is something you'll hear me talk about a lot um, because the Bible talks about a lot. And that is this this um, this contrast between temporal, temporary, um, earthly, and the eternal, right? The things that are eternal, the things that are temporal. Sometimes we'll talk about the the flesh and the spirit, you know, that which is temporary and that which is eternal. And are we living for eternal things or are we living for temporary things? And before we can even ask that question, I think it's important to say, what's what's my situation am have i am i only concerned with my temporary situation and there's a lot of people honestly that that's a big part of their their problem just even as as christians that they're living for temporary things i mean how many marriages have you seen that split up because somebody said i'm not happy you're just not happy what are they talking about they're talking about my present temporary situation and making choices and decisions based on my present temporary situation is that always the case when somebody says i'm i'm leaving my marriage no there i mean there's lots of reasons but we've all seen that we've all seen people say things or heard people say like well, i'm just not happy in the situation and there's this great this great problem where people confuse the importance of right now with eternity well, you know what i like to say is is uh, you know don't confuse don't get confused and um and live in light of your present situation you need to live in light of your eternal situation so the first question you have to say is what's my eternal situation well if you are a person who has at some point in your life recognized that jesus died on the cross to pay the price for your sins and you have repented of those sins which is a fancy word for turning from them saying hey i don't want to be that anymore i don't want to go that way Instead, I received Jesus as my 
Lord and Savior. I believe that he died on the cross to pay the price for my sins. And I'm going to live for him. And you, you know, it's, it's the... It's at that, that point when you believe that the Holy Spirit of God comes to dwell within you. And you are born again. Right? That's what Jesus said. Anyone who wants to come to the Father, they have to be born again. Well, how are you born again? Well, it's confessing the Lord Jesus and believing in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you will be saved. And so it's it's that belief, the believing that what Jesus did on the cross was sufficient to do what he said it would do. And here's the good news. He rose from the grave and was seen by hundreds of people so that we would know that uh, he has power over death. And so, hey, the guy that came back from the dead, I can trust him with my life and my eternal life. So that's the first thing we have to do is say, what's my eternal situation? Well, once we have our eternal situation lined out, we recognize like, you know what? I'm going to heaven. This present struggling, this this present difficulty, the Bible says, which is just, which is but for a moment, is bringing about a more eternal weight and glory. That that's kind of a fancy way of what Paul says there, and uh, is things in uh, what is that? First Corinthians two? No, Second Corinthians four. Um, one of those. I, I don't have my Bible open to that page, so you're just gonna have to look it up on your own. But what he's talking about is that God is doing an eternal work in you. God is preparing you for who you're going to be for eternity. And God desires to do eternal works through you. You know, one of my favorite stories, and I'm sure I've told it here before, and I tell people this story all the time, was the time I was teaching a horseback riding class. And I was losing my mind because there were kids in the class that weren't listening. They were talking, which if you've ever been to a horseback riding class at our camp, First rule is no talking. You got to be able to hear the teachers. Got You know, it's a safety issue. And the kids were all talking. I was losing my temper and I started screaming and yelling and trying to get them to listen and trying to see, to get them to see it was important that they were quiet and they were just not calming down. And my friend, John came over to me, who was uh, in charge of the camp program at the time. And he came over and he goes, Mike, what's going on? And I said, these kids are not calm. They're not paying attention. They're all talking. And I was just losing it because I had certain things that I needed to teach them by the end of the class. And we were running out of time. And he goes, Mike, it doesn't matter. And I was like, what? And he goes, it doesn't matter. If they don't learn to ride a horse today, it doesn't matter. He said, look at them. They're happy as can be. If they don't learn all the stuff they're supposed to learn, it doesn't matter. And he left. Now, I don't know if it was exactly what he meant, but it was a life-changing thing for me because I realized, like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if they learn how to ride a horse. That doesn't matter. And years later, uh, I was sitting down with, um, with somebody who had... I mean, basically, they, they, there was a situation where, um, where I was being confronted with um, a, a big change in the camp program. And, and I had to bring up that thing. And I said, you know what, look, if you want a camp where kids go and they learn to ride horses and they have fun, well, that's nice. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. If some kid comes and he rides a horse and then five years from now 
he dies in a car accident. And at his funeral, we somebody comes up and goes, oh, you know, he went to camp and he had such a great time. He learned to ride a horse. He always loved horses. That was like the great love of his life is horses. People might go like, oh, that's nice. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't do him any good. But if that kid came and he heard about Jesus and he received Jesus as his savior, well, now that matters because that has an eternal lasting impact. That kid, when he dies, is with Jesus in heaven forever. And so and everybody at that funeral can say, oh, praise God, you know, that he loved horses, but he loved Jesus. And so we don't have, we have confidence in where he is today because we saw and we knew that he loved the Lord. There was no doubt in our minds that he loved Jesus. And he received Jesus when he was at summer camp. Well, that matters. That's what matters, right? And so um, all that, all that to say that so much of the time we get so focused on things that don't matter. People, their joy, their happiness, their their contentment, their peace, they've got it all. They're looking for it in the wrong place. They're all looking for it in these temporary places. And they've taken their eyes off the big picture of eternity. And so when my day is not going good, I can just think back to the cross and be reminded that, you know what, my present situation might be uncomfortable. My present situation might be less than desirable, but my eternal situation is awesome. My eternal situation is secure. My eternal situation is that I'm going to be spending eternity with a God who loves me. And the things that happen in this life are working towards God. He's building in me who I'm going to be for eternity. And I have the opportunity to share the message of the gospel with other people so that they might be with him for eternity as well. And so that their life at this time might be different because they're going to live in light of eternity as well. And when today stinks, they can go like, yeah, today was uncomfortable, but you know what? It's not about today. It's about eternity. And Jesus actually throws this on in verse 27. He says, for the son of man will come in glory in the glory of his father with his angels. And then he will reward each according to his works. And so Jesus is saying, look, I'm going to return. I'm going to return and I'm going to reward each person for their work. So those people that are living for this life and accumulating stuff for this life and are making it all about living for my comfort and my pleasure and me in this life, when Jesus returns, what rewards will they receive? Even the Christians that are living for themselves, whose focuses are on now, what what rewards will they receive? Because he's what he's talking about here is not, getting into heaven because you're a good person or because you were you lived sacrificially what he's saying is that he's going to reward those who are faithful and so those who and again this isn't he's not talking about judging between heaven and hell that's not what he's talking about here he's talking about rewarding those people with the the, the things we read about in scripture are we're rewarded for you know for those things which are done in faith for the you know for those people who have shared the gospel with people, those people who have lived righteously, those people who have desired to, it's not um, him judging between good and bad. It's him. It's like a pie judging contest at a fair. He's saying, this is the, this is a good one. Blue ribbon. 
This is a good one. Blue ribbon. This is a good one. Trophy, trophy, ribbon, ribbon. And so he's talking about rewarding those. That there are there's eternal rewards that are lasting. So what are you going to do? You're going to live for this life and what you get out of this life, so that you can enjoy this life, which is all temporary. Or are you going to lay down your life like Jesus laid down his down down his life for you? You're going to deny yourself, take up your cross, follow him, and live in light of eternity. And at the end of this life, not just spend eternity with Jesus in heaven, but have rewards as well that are lasting and eternal. So what's it going to be about? Is it about this life or is it about eternal life? Are you investing in this life or are you investing in eternity? Well, what's a better investment? The one that you know eventually the bottom is going to drop out. The stock market of this life is going to crash and you're going to lose it all. Or are you going to invest it in eternity where it's a guaranteed, guaranteed winner, a stock, a bond that will mature, that will never tank? What's the better investment? God bless you. Talk to you next time.